This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. Secret. I think you want to know. Sarah and Vinny Secret Show for Thursday, April 20th. It's 420, you guys. Everyone get fucking stoned today. Do what you gotta do. Don't tell people what to do. If you want to, get stoned. If you don't want to, do not get down on people who get stoned. Dick. Whoa. You know, just be a dick about it, you know? Just let people do what they want to do. If we could all just mind our own business and keep our nose on our own paper... Then everyone would just be so much happier. No, I agree. But I smell the doobie weed from over here, and I'm not, I'm not trying to get a contact high. Get, just go someplace else. Just deal. You know, it's legal. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. Okay. So, yesterday... Everybody's a cop. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so true. And now we've got, like, all these forums where people go be cops all day. Like, I'm the word police. You can't fucking say that. I'm trolled. I remember this time when I worked in Oregon, and I still smoked cigarettes, mm-hmm. which I missed desperately. I cigarettes. Know, I hear you. There I was, outside the building. I'm outside the building. In the rain. A couple floors no down, outside the building, smoking my grit. <sighs> this lady goes, can't you read? Oh. Hey, my first reaction is, well, fuck you. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. What? I think you can't be talking to me. She goes, you can't smoke within 20 feet of this building. And I go... So you can't read. Well, I I took one step over and I'm like, that's about 20 feet. You good? And she's like, no, can you go smoke away from here? Anywhere out there. Like, you you don't get to police me. I'm mm-hmm. out of the building. I'm people, 20 feet away. Have the How need, about you they, just fuck they need off? need to tell you what they, you know... Trying to enjoy my grit. Yeah, now you're I ruining be mad it for me. Well, you know when someone attacks you like that, you're like, you seethe, you, you shake. Ch- you just tipped my day over. Yeah, thanks a lot, bitch. God. Yeah, but you tipped her day over. You know, you ruined no, her I didn't. day. Yeah, I you did. did. Not, you ruined it. I wasn't it was doing anything fault. to her. No, you were smoking she by didn't like myself. That. Didn't like that. Far away from the door. She obviously quit, and she's in a bad mood about it. Well, whatever. Okay, listen. I just want to blow through this one thing. Okay. Here because what are we blown through? Yesterday, I didn't do this. Because we couldn't find the backup, the email from the original. I told you about it, right? So this lady wrote to us in 2017, and we read her email on the air, and we solved her problem, but she didn't hear it at the time. So now, flash forward six years later, she's listening back through old shows, and she's like, shit, that sounds like a, oh my God, this is my bad advice. Yeah. And she didn't even remember writing to us. I don't know how you, you know, go, oh, I'm going to write to her. Well, a maybe you write station. a lot of letters. Maybe. It's possible. That's possible. Sure. Or maybe you thought to yourself, I should do that, and then you did it, and then you forgot that you did it, and you thought, did I do that? I'm probably not. And by the way, for yes. someone with, what do you say, I have a Swiss cheese memory? Yes. I mean, 
of course she could forget. Yes, you forget could. all kinds of crap. I can't remember if I did something on the air or not. But right. I feel like that's because we talk and read. No, and that's go, a that's common issue. We, but yeah. it, also, there are people who go, you know, you said that before. Yeah, I know. But we look, we do a show mm-hmm. that goes for hours. Some people miss things. Right. There's, yeah. You know, we're not. We try not to be repetitive. We but do it for sure. Yeah. Well, sometimes you know, look, it's a four-hour show. If something big is happening in the world and we do it at six, we should do it again. There's people who just woke up. Right. Dear Secret Show, you know how you guys are always like, send us a follow-up email. Let us know what happened. Well, here's a crazy story that just happened. During COVID, I was quickly running through Secret Shows and stumbles on this one from 2017. And let's see, August 24th, 2017. On this particular episode, the usual gang's there. Sarah, Vinny, Bryn, Yuzette, Human, and our friend Rudy. Oh. I know. Uh, anyway, I'm driving down the Embarcadero. I'm listening to you guys debate something or other. And about halfway through the show, I start. Sarah starts a bad advice. Uh, it was addressed to Vinny. And the more she read, I, the more I thought, wow, this story sounds so much like I went through. And, oh, geez, <laughs> this is really coincidental. And then it hit me. Holy shit, I wrote that letter. Ah. So I immediately rewound it and to the beginning and listened again. Holy crap, that's me. It was definitely my letter, but I completely forgot I sent it. And I definitely didn't remember listening to you guys read it on the air or your bad advice. I had forgotten all about it. Uh, so now the person says that they've included the original email because there's no way you remember it. So I'm going to jump to the original email. We're going to listen to that and then we'll get a, then we'll get whatever the, the update is. Okay. Okay. Wednesday, August 23rd, 2017. At 12.22, this person wrote, Dear Vinny, I'm heartbroken. It's been a month and I cannot see the light at the end of this tunnel of sadness I'm in. I'm hoping you can give me direction on how, on either how to move on or what to do to improve my chances of ultimately getting back together with this amazing person. We only did it for three months, but that was enough for me to fall hard. I actually feel like I totally remember this. Is that in the letter or are you saying that? I'm saying it okay. now. <laughs> Uh, I'm emailing you, back to the letter, because you and he have similar mindsets and I would appreciate your insight on how the male mind works, specifically yours slash his. little background. We were friends in college, 20 years, two divorces, his hellish involving a a cheating wife and mine amicable, and four kids later, two each, he found me on Facebook. He's been divorced for two years and has dated a bunch. I've been single for a year and haven't dated much at all. He pursued me big time. From go, we had instant chemistry, and he went from the friend zone I put him in in college to dating zone with all the stuff. Amazing sex, awesome conversation, meal sleepovers, and a deepening connection. He was attentive and interested. Oh, sorry. Attentive, attentive and invested. The perfect gentleman. He made me feel incredible. It started as casual fun. We were on the same page until I started following for him. I felt the dynamic shift a little, but chalked it up to our busy schedules in life. We live 45 minutes from each other and don't share any social circles. One day something clicked and I realized this wasn't casual for me anymore. We talked, I told him what I wanted, and the black and white is, I'm ready for more and he's not. As you can imagine, I was crushed, beyond, like teenage angst, heartbroken. Thing is, and this is what's killing me, he told me he loves our time together and that he doesn't believe our story is over. He's just not ready for a girlfriend yet. He texted me out of the blue... Oh, he has texted me out of the blue a few times. We've spoken once. This is the guy that at the beginning texted too much. What the fuck happened? Not seeing him is driving me mental. Bottom line is I'm awesome. I'm attractive. I have a great job, great kids, genuinely happy person. I'm not needy, super independent, and I just want to have fun and have lots of crazy sex. I'm a dream girlfriend. I made myself vulnerable for the first time since my divorce only to get wrecked. 
So what do I do, Vincent? If you were him, what would need to happen for you to take notice? I need a plan, even if that plan is to do nothing, which is pretty much what I'm doing now. It sucks. Do I reach out in a month, invite him to do something? Have I totally blown it? Help, signed, what the fuck? Wow, I'd love to hear what I said. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> That'd be great. Okay, so now the new letter says what? Uh, you don't want to try and give her some advice on that? What, why don't you say what you think you would say? You can't make someone be ready for a long-term relationship. I I went through a, a few uh, dating situations early on coming back to the Bay Area after not being with anyone for a long time. And part of the reason I I just wasn't ready to, like one of the ladies was awesome and had a kid. And I was just like, I'm not. No oh, I was newly divorced and had a kid. And I just wasn't there. I wasn't. And this was a person who was like, I have a schedule. I have things. You can't be flighty. And I knew that. And she actually, she didn't even say that. I already knew that. I knew that she, who I wanted to be and who she was, wasn't going to mix in that moment. We probably could have been great together, but it wasn't going to happen. That may be what's going on here. I can't say for sure. I don't know what his deal is. So you, what do you what do you think you advise? Like I just, would have advised like, just to, drop it, you, let it go. You've got to wait for him to circle back, mm-hmm. and and if it's what you think it is, then he will do that. But you never know. Mm-hmm. I mean, some things are more important to one person than the other. It happens and, all. And, but it's so painful. The, I know. I that know. Pain. But it happens all the time. Yeah, you know the pain. Whitey loved you a lot more than you loved him. I know. That's Poor not Whitey. your pain. That's his. Yeah, but I've been that person. You know, definitely. You know, it seems like almost like the more, the less someone wants to be with you, the more you are desperate to have them want you. Especially, you know, and the thing is too, it's true. I feel her pain with like. He was attentive. He was the one who was pushing for this. And I finally said, all right, fine, I'm in. And then the chase was over and he was bored with it and didn't, that was it. You know, that happens a lot too. As soon as you attain the thing you thought you wanted, you're like, ah, I'm well, bored with that. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, if you value partnership and you meet someone you click with, then that's something that would be important to him. And if he doesn't, and if he's like, yeah, I don't want that ever again. Mm. You know, there's that feeling after, I can see where people go, uh, the whole, my heart got thrown in the garbage can by somebody is never happening to me again. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. I could, people put up walls all the time. Yeah. I and, think right, it's hard to meet someone in their 40s who doesn't have some walls because that's the thing you love so openly and so hard and everything's forever when you're 18. Can you get that heart stomped on a few times? Oh. Yeah. All right. So now we're back. Okay. All right. So. Having said all that, I'm going to look now and see what you said. Okay. So I'm driving home in complete disbelief. Now that she's heard this show from six years ago. Okay. She's, she can't believe it. And I immediately called Mr. Amazing. When he answered, I was laughing hysterically and yelled, you're never going to believe what happened. After I recounted the story, he was like, wait, what the hell? You have to send me that podcast. So I wanted to write in and tell you guys what happened with us. <gasps> oh. They reconnected and they're getting married. Well, we are still really good friends. Remember, they known each other for 20 years yeah. before all this. Right. We are still really good friends and always will be, but we didn't end up together. Oh, no. Bottom line, Vinny's advice was spot on. Oh. 
I was right to ask for your advice because you knew what was going on in his head and Sarah knew what was going on in mine. He was a good dude who just wasn't ready for a relationship. He was still beyond traumatized by his divorce, wanted nothing to do with a girlfriend. I was new at dating and I wanted more. But the reality is I was green and I didn't know what I wanted. He was fun and safe. I knew he cared about me, but like Vinny said, he couldn't give me what I wanted. He was upfront and honest. I did nothing and eventually moved on. After I wrote that letter, we drifted apart, but we never lost touch. We were both on the dating scene, but we'd talk every few months and catch up. About a year later, we ended up dating each other again briefly, but this time we were on the same page and we had a lot of fun. Eventually it fizzled out, but our friendship remained. Present day, we're both partnered up with amazing people. He found a great woman, is very happy. I found the love I always wanted, and I'm living my happily ever after with a man of my dreams. Thank you, Bumble. 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 hell. Uh, she was on that before. Oh, fudge. That was the one she found. Uh, what's his name? Bald Jimmy G. Oh. Paul Jimmy James. Try Tinder. Tinder. Bumble. Yeah, try Tinder. Yeah. No, Tinder's a hookup app. Come yeah, on. right. That's where I met my wife. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's true. Yeah. That's true. She could ma- meet a bazillion if she'd get on Tinder exactly. already. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad that worked out for them. I am. And I do think that there's... Look, I with that that girl and a few others that I dated, I definitely knew that they were women with real responsibilities and they weren't to be fucked with. Right. And that's where my head was at, was I'm not going to be... I just want to have some fun Yeah, meet someone fun. I'm just trying to date. Start our journey together, not pick up where yours left off. So, you know, I think that that's cool. And if you meet someone who's being honest with you, listen to them. Mm. And don't be like, no, you're gonna, I'm going to force you to date yeah. me. Oh, you, that's, you're saying that because you've met all these other girls. You don't never be met silly. Right, don't be so silly. Red, red flag? That's my favorite color. God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm glad it worked out. And she says some nice stuff here. I followed your stellar advice, did nothing, and it worked. You guys are such a good therapist. <laughs> That's a beautiful story. Uh, it is. It's a good I love one. It. All right. Hey, listen, uh, thank you for writing then and now. And anytime anybody's got any kind of problem, I don't know why they wouldn't send it to us. We're, I can't believe we're such a good therapist. Yeah. Send it the to proof. Bryn, B-R-Y-N, at RadioAlice.com. Uh, and we'll see you back here tomorrow on Friday. Mm. The end.